Welcome to the Startup Conviction Podcast, where I interview early stage founders about their startup's value proposition and the strength of their conviction. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, we have Anthony, the founder of Chaperone. Anthony, thank you so much for joining. Uh, could you tell us what Chaperone is and, and what problem you're solving and why you decided to start the company? Absolutely. So, uh, so Chaperone is a social reading app where you can follow your favorite people, so thought leaders, authors, friends, um, to unlock insights and have conversations inside books you're reading. And the main problem we're solving is really about trying to create a space that makes it easy for people to access and mine sort of the conversation that takes place around books. Um, you know, you don't need to uh, go too far to, to get agreement on the fact that books have changed the world and the real value from books is the conversations that take place in between with friends or in book clubs or, you know, just those social settings. And so we're, we're basically building an app that allows people to um, have more of an accessible experience around accessing these, these insights and conversations. Great. And is this a problem that you noticed on your own? You were reading books and wanted to share with others. How, how did you come across the problem, um, even to identify it as a problem? And you, you know, what made you come up with a solution as well? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's a kind of a funny one. So I was reading um, this book and it was probably, I remember probably about maybe you know, 10, 30 going on 11 PM. And, you know, I just finished a book and I was just like, man, I need to talk to someone who has read this book. I need to see what they did to implement their, their lives um, or sort of transform their lives, sorry, from reading this book. Um, it was Garden City by John Mark Comer. And um, I, you know, went to bed that night and I had this weird dream, you know, as you do, they say, you know, if you don't, don't, don't do too many different things at night because you end up having weird dreams. But I had this dream um, and in the dream, it kind of like started this book club where it was more of a guided tour from a sort of more established person. So I thought it's an interesting idea. I went on to Indie Hacker, you know, created a post and said, hey, you know, if, if you love reading, would you do something like this? Um, and from that post actually came really what Chaperone is today is really refinement feedback as to, it's not just speaking to one person and gaining their insights, but actually accessing insights from multiple different people. Um, that was the real value, being able to have conversations with others, being able to access insights from multiple different people, almost like a lit class uh, at scale. Um, and yeah, that was essentially how it started. And you know, since then, I've been speaking to many different readers, many different authors, and it's been so good so far. That's really great. And I think uh, the challenge, you know, with some of these, these projects that are um, very social based and uh, you know people might do on their own time for free at the moment is how do you monetize mm -hmm. this you know what yeah. what gives someone the propensity to pay uh, and uh, I'm obviously if there's enough value they will so what's yeah. the the real value proposition of chaperone that gets someone to um, be so excited about this that they want to pay for it right so absolutely so I think there's a few different things. Um, the first thing is, I guess, if you take it, look at things from a social perspective or the social dynamic, you look at Twitter, you look at uh, Clubhouse, there's definitely um, examples of people, um, or the creator economy at large, to be fair, like people paying for content from 
influences or people that they respect, people that they admire. And so we're taking that approach as well, which is that we're, we're allowing sort of the everyday reader as well as thought leaders to essentially be able to monetize their insights. So whether that's commentary, whether that is um, an author who's doing an exclusive conversation, whether it's Obama who is, uh, you know, creating some sort of uh, deep notes or reflections on books that he's read, people will be willing to, from our research, pay, you know, whether it's five to ten dollars to access those insights. We already see this with podcasts um, already. You know, people creating their own spaces to have conversations or create content. The beautiful thing about Chaperone is that all of this content is contextualized in the app or within the book. So rather than just creating, whether it's a podcast or some sort of conversation or content around a book as a whole, you know, zero to one, you're actually creating content contextualized to a paragraph. So you highlight a paragraph, you create that content and you can expound that, whether it's text, whether it's audio, um, and make that content free or make it, uh, put it behind a paywall for people to pay. Got it. So the decision to provide content free or paid will be more on the creator side and you will be the platform that facilitates that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, there's that, you know, we want to create, you know, in my head, the way I see the opportunity is very much inspired by the gaming industry. Um, you know, to cut a long story short, the evolution of the gaming industry is one that started off in arcades and has, you know, over time gone to, you know, uh, more of an individual experience, you know, playing at home just by yourself, whether it's Sega Mega Drive, Nintendo 64, to more recent uh, um, generations of PS5 and Xbox, where you can play online. So take Call of Duty, being able to play with others and speak to them while you're actually doing the activity. It's something that reading um, can learn a lot from um, because the innate experience of reading or at least its origins is that it's social you know right, right from the villages back way back when reading and storytelling has always been a social experience but the e-reader has essentially made it more of a single player activity and so what we're trying to do I guess with that example is create multiplayer experiences within reading in a way that still keeps reading pure, but allows people to get more out of the books that they're, they're reading. And, and the number one sort of focus we're looking at right now is really around the insights and extrapolating those insights uh, through content uh, via creators. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a real great idea. Uh, I'm part of a book club on human progress, uh, part of a group founded by Patrick Collison, the, the founder of Stripe. And uh, it's really encouraged me to um, get deeper into those books and really, um, you know, think think through, you know, what I want to highlight and what I want to bring up in our, our book club meetings. And I think, yep. um, you know, that that engagement adds a lot of value. So I definitely see there's something here. Let's talk about, you know, why you really felt passionate about working on the project because um, making the decision to start a company is is a big deal. It's you know it's tough. Uh, a lot of grinding, uh, and you don't always get there. What gave you the conviction to start the company and, and think you can um, see success? I feel, one, it's, a, I guess, a problem that I understand. Being a reader myself, it's something that I kind of understand firsthand and have experienced firsthand. Um, I think reading is something that is also universal. So, you know, whichever corner of the world you find yourself in it's something that is most likely going to be found um 
that people are doing. So the market is 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 huge. I think also just you know if you look at this timing as well, all the different shifts and trends that are happening in the world right now, from the creator economy to audio. Um, I feel provided an opportunity to do something interesting in this space, but I get, I, I would say fundamentally for me, it's just, it's just the joy of reading. It's the joy of stories. It's the joy of ideas and concepts, um, being able to, whether it's discuss or debate on these things, um, to be, to be able to create a space in an app that, that does that and makes it fun that, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I would say aligned interest and motivation there. So it's something else, you know, if there was ever a time to kind of give it a shot. This, this would be the time. Great. And what do you view as some of the challenges coming up for you and uh, how are you thinking about overcoming them and uh, maybe building the team and uh, what else do you need to get where you're going? Yeah, there's, there's, there's no end to challenges to be honest, to be honest. but, um, you know, first hand really is sort of, is bringing, uh, bringing the product to market. So we're, we're about sort of, we go live in about two weeks or so, private beta. So that is the first challenge that um, will be overcome, really starting to get the initial feedback from real users. From that point, the next challenge I kind of foresee long-term is really just establishing the right kind of relationship with publishers. Um, you know, the publishing industry is sort of notorious for maybe not necessarily innovating as much as other industries. So being able to sort of really align on value for publishers is something that definitely will take uh, a number of conversations. Um, and so I, I kind of see that as the massive thing. Obviously, you mentioned team, which is definitely something that I see as a challenge, but not one that's, uh, you know, can't be um, overcome. I think, you know, with this initial introduction of the private beta, we've really got people who are interested in joining. But I think it's a case of, um, you know, how can we sort of build a team at the right time as we start to you know, talk to pre-seed investors? So finding the right people is obviously a challenge, but, you know, I'm sure we'll get there. Great. Well, Anthony, thank you for taking the time to answer my questions. Where can people find out more about Chaperone if they maybe want to um, join the join the waitlist? They want to sign up for the beta. Um, maybe they want to invest or they want to join the team. Where's the best way to get in touch or follow you? Yeah, for sure. So they can go to get Chaperone. So G E T uh, chaperone, which is spelt C H A P E R O N E dot co. So get chaperone dot co. You can go there, join the waitlist, um, look out for an invite to private beta in, in in a few weeks' time. Or if you want to just get in touch and have a conversation, you can email me directly, which is Anthony A N T H O N Y at getchaperone dot co. Great. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. Uh, hopefully, all the uh, listeners will check out uh, Chaperone, and I'm um, wishing you the best. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Drew.